Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Collaboration Space. I'm your host, Nancy Lucier from AVI SPL. And today we're going to be talking about LED technology and LED video walls. And to help me do that today, joining me is Mark Lemieux from Christie. How are you, Mark? I'm great, Nancy. Uh, good, to, good to be with you today here. Appreciate you stopping by. And I know, Mark, we chatted a little bit before before we uh, started today's call, and we talked about there's a lot going on with LED and a lot of choices out there. Can you kick us off by kind of demystifying LED and tell us a little bit about what we need to know and what are the differences in some of the types of LEDs available? Yeah, where do I start? So I, I guess I'll start at the beginning. I mean, LED is quite an old technology. The first LED was invented back in 1962. Uh, that was a red LED at the time. Uh, back then, there were no such thing as LED displays on the market. Um, and, and about the 90s, early 90s is when we started to see some uh, primitive displays that were basically monochrome. And then uh, around that same time period, then you started to see uh, not only red LEDs, but green and blue. And then there were some, uh, basically, what you started to see was full color displays, but they didn't have the fidelity of today's displays by, by any means. Uh, typically, you would see these like, and large billboards on the side of the highways, um, maybe scoreboards and stadiums and, and, and that kind of thing. But really, it was uh, it was quite, quite primitive at the time. And, so and been I've been around a long, long enough to have experienced that. So I, I do remember what you're talking about. And it's, it's quite a change what we have today. Right. So it's really the advent of the LED itself, the technology of evolving over time that made today's LED displays, direct LED displays possible. Um, Going back to the original displays that you saw, it was based on a different type of LED technology called uh, DIP or DIP, dual inline package. And these LEDs typically, uh, you had one for each color and they're quite large. The LEDs were probably about a square centimeter in area and pixel pitch was pretty coarse, probably about uh, you know 10 centimeters because uh, you're used to seeing these at pretty large sizes and at a far distance. Um, but in the last say decade, two decades, there's been a lot of advancements on the LED front and now we have surface, surface mount technology that enables tricolor LEDs, which allow you to make displays that are much smaller with high, much higher density. And, and that's really what uh, you're seeing with you know, the high-end displays that you see in like, some of the high-end uh, shopping malls. Um, but you're starting to see these in high-end applications like control rooms, uh, digital signage, museums, you know, corporate spaces, lobbies, that kind of thing. Um, so when you say higher density, is that better resolution? Typically, yes. Um, it's kind of unlike an LCD panel that's fixed a fixed resolution. LED displays are a bit more flexible. Uh, they can be built in different sizes or shapes, uh, basically to fill your space. And that's one of the unique advantages of LED um, against other display technologies. So if I'm in the market for LED today, can you maybe give me some of the highlights of what I should look for? Because it sounds like there's a lot of choices and a lot of things that I can compare. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on the end application. I mean, LEDs are used in very different spaces. I think what people are used to seeing is the LEDs that are probably more outdoors or large venue uh, displays, uh, even backdrops for like concerts, uh, that kind of thing. You're starting to see them replace projectors. Um, you see them uh, rental staging events. Um, and I, in the last 10 years, you're starting to see them pop up in more retail spaces where you can get close up and personal with them. And this is enabled by, again, advances in the LED technology itself, um, allowing LEDs to become pretty small so they can be spaced out pretty close together. In the case of like a UHD display, we have 8 million roughly LEDs that form that display. And that's actually what you look at. That forms the image plane of the display. So 
it's a pretty crazy technology, really, how, how it's evolved. So LEDs building. are pretty small, if I'm looking at millions yeah, of really. them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they started about, let's say, one square centimeter, and they can get down to, like, packaged LEDs that are tricolor can get down as small as 0.3 millimeters in size. And then there's even smaller than that, where you get at the chip level, uh, and that's called uh, chip on board or COB. And you're starting to see that technology emerge as well. And that's allowing for much higher density displays. So you could have that same, you know, 4K display, but in a much smaller sort of size. So whether I'm outside or inside could make a difference. And I'm guessing how far away my viewers are going to be from the display yeah. as well could play a part in that. That's right. Typically, um, we refer to pixel pitch as one of the criteria when you're selecting a display um, because you're actually paying for every single pixel on the display. You don't want to buy a display where you can't resolve the pixel. So I think it's always important to know how your display is going to be used, what you know, viewing distance, how large. Uh, and then there's other considerations like what ambient light environment are you going to be in. One of the advantages of LED display is that it has the ability to, to be very bright, up to, let's say, 5x brighter than an LCD panel, for example. That means it can be deployed in like a really high ambient light environments, like think of like a front, front lobby sort of scenario, mm -hmm. uh, where an LED display would be perfect, where an LCD display might be kind of washed out because it doesn't have that brightness. And the other advantage of the technology is it has a much higher contrast ratio, because when LEDs... Uh, like when the content's black, LEDs actually are are turned off. So so you get that really, really stunning sort of contrast ratio. Uh, the other thing is color saturation. Uh, LEDs have the ability to achieve a pretty wide color gamut. In fact, uh, even well uh, above the DCI-P3 spec. So your colors look really vivid, vivid and saturated, and that gives for like an impactful display. So... If I'm shopping for an LED, you know, I'm thinking about, okay, how am I going to get it installed? And then if it needs service, you know, how do I, how do I service it? So how does that come into play with choosing the right LED for me? Yeah. I mean, that's where it becomes really confusing because there's a lot of different solutions in the market. And uh, one thing to look for, for sure, is the mechanical design of, of, of the display. Uh, typically, these are modular displays that are sort of built up in pieces. Um, in the case of our micro tiles, our, our building block's pretty small. Uh, so that allows you to do sort of more creative shapes and sizes, and you can do curves, convex, concave, and corners, where some some displays are more, you know, designed to be flat and, and more, you know, traditional rectangular displays. Um, but the smaller the building block, I guess it gives you the more flexibility to do the, the more creative shapes. Um, the, uh, I guess one, one of the challenges is, uh, is when you're, when you're basically building a module display to hold all of the, um, modules together at the right sort of, um, tolerance or accuracy. Um, otherwise you can end up, uh, with, uh, seeing seams in your image. Right. And one of the advantages of an LED display is it's supposed to be a seamless experience. Mm -hmm. so, yep. Uh, one thing to consider is, uh, thermal expansion. Some, some of these LED displays tend to get pretty hot depending on the design. Uh, and under thermal expansion, things can kind of move around in position. So it's always important to choose a display that's going to be efficient. Uh, and that's, you know, designed well from a thermal management standpoint so that, you know, you know, the day one you install your, your display, it, it kind of has that same appearance, you know, the year after the, you know, 10 years after, in fact, I mean, because these things really are inherently reliable. Mm -hmm. The solid state technology, the uh, the lifespan on these LEDs is, uh, the specification is about 100,000 hours to have brightness. Mm -hmm. So it's a big investment, but I mean, these things are designed to last a long, a long amount of time. And, and you mentioned, you know, the heat that can be generated. So that's making me think, okay, I might run this for hours a day or even 24 hours a day. So it sounds like energy efficiency is something I should look at. 
Absolutely. And yep. What if I, you know, work for a government agency? I'm, I'm thinking there's different specifications and different certifications that I need. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so one uh, one of the certifications uh, or regulations that's important is uh, for U.S. government, for example, they require uh, TAA compliance. So that means that the products uh, need to be built in in, uh, in North America. So that's something that uh, uh, Christie as a company, we, we offer with our high-end uh, microtiles line. Um, and we've been quite successful in that space, actually. So Wonderful. that's... Uh, yeah. yeah. And I know if I Google LED... You know, if I'm shopping or I'm searching a lot of things, I see a lot of articles comparing LED and LCD. So yeah. why why choose, why would you choose LED over LCD or, or something else? Yeah, good question. So, I mean, LED, LCDs have been used uh, for quite a long time as well. Even, even tileable LCD panels, um, you know, they're, they're pretty popular in the market. The disadvantage with LCD is that it's not seamless. You always have uh, essentially a bezel between the panels. And that's okay for some applications, but others, it's not. So LED really gives you that seamless uh, experience uh, on, on your video wall. It uh, also has the ability to be much uh, brighter and it has a much higher contrast ratio and, um, and can be built in any sort of size or shape as well. Sounds good. So we've talked about where we are. How about we talk a little bit about what you're hearing and what, what Christy's doing? Where are we going? You know, where, what are the trends? What's next? What's, what's for the future for LED? Yeah, so I mean, the technology, it changes quickly. Um, one, one thing that's a bit unique about Microtiles, which is our homegrown product, is that it's designed as a platform. We designed it this way with the intention that we it would evolve as the LED technology evolves. And that's exactly what's happened. Uh, we started, we launched in 2019 with a 1.25 regular SMD and 1.5. And now we've just launched a 0.75 based on mini LED technology, flip chip that's coming, cathode that's basically half of the power at a much tighter pixel pitch that allows you to have twice the brightness. So that's just an example of, of the technology evolution and how we can leverage that. So I think one important consideration is, is the idea of having a platform that you can keep and you can upgrade it over time, right? Um, we're seeing you know, further advancements in technology on the LED side as well. Um, you've probably heard about micro LED. That's, I mean, I, I think that's still probably three years out, but I believe that will be the future. Um, you hear of uh, COG, chip on glass. Instead of having a circuit board that's based on FR4 material, uh, there's new technologies that allow you to basically deposit small chips on glass so that it means it maintains a really tight tolerance. Uh, it's not susceptible to thermal expansion, and you can really have highly dense um, uh, LEDs populated on these things. So what, what would that chip on glass do? Is that to kind of run my content on my signage and my video wall? It makes the technology uh, more viable from a cost standpoint, because I mean, LED technology itself is it's it's not low cost. I mean, this is a significant investment. Uh, the path to micro LED get, allows you to to get down in the cost point. Uh, I mean, you're probably not comparable to LCD panels, but to get closer than that than it is okay. now. So that's where durability comes into play, too. Right. I'm going to make this investment. I want my LED to last. Yeah, that's a good point. Like so, there's advancements in that. A lot of, I mean, you look at LED, it's a pretty fragile technology because typically LEDs are exposed, right? So if, if people get up and close, I mean, you can scratch LEDs off of an LED wall pretty easily. Um, that's where you can consider things like encapsulation, um, basically a coating that uh, protects the LED module itself. Um, you're starting to see these a lot in, in uh, you know, public spaces. 
Uh, and that's something that we've also launched in MicroTals is a new encapsulated version, which is a one millimeter uh, pixel pitch that allows you to actually, you know, interact with, with the display, whereas previously that would have been not recommended. Right. And uh, so lots of choices, lots of things coming. And I know AVISPL, our team works very closely with the Christie team, with our customers, help them make these choices get it deployed, keep it serviced, keep it up and keep it up and running. AVISPL Managed Services is happy to help do that. And of course, we work with Christie engineers as well to make sure all these solutions are right for your needs. So Mark, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thought pleasure. it was a great conversation. Yeah, indeed it was. Yeah, no, my pleasure. Thank you very Perfect. much. Perfect. And to our listeners out there, thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube at AVISPL Info. And if you prefer to listen to the audio version, just search for the collaboration space on your favorite podcast app. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Bye-bye. For more information, visit AVISPL.com slash Christie.